What's up, guys? I'm Johnny. How are y'all doing today? Uh, today's show is about about life in general, about how so many people take this life for granted. And you know, before I get to this show, I'm just gonna let you know a little something about me. What's going on in the last couple weeks? Uh, for all those who do not know, my Mother was in the hospital for a routine hysterectomy. She got home about a day later and then fell and had to call the ambulance on, on her. My Well, my brother had to call. He called me up in hysterics and um, had to call the ambulance. So I rushed down to um, to the hospital and come to find out my mom couldn't really speak right and couldn't really move at all uh they did a cat scan they found some issues on her left side of the brain uh they wanted to do an mri so they waited till the next morning to do an mri come to find out uh she had a stroke somewhere in between her falling down and after the surgery, uh, she has a clot in her carotid artery, which, uh, feeds the brain, uh, the, the blood. So that part of the brain is no longer feasible now. So it cannot be, it cannot function, but, uh, you know, at, people think at this time, you know, you get mad and you start cursing and you start blaming God, but it's not a time to blame God. It's a time to lean on him more so he can help you through this. And so you can be like-minded and head straight, headstrong to be there for that person who had that, that ungodful thing that happened to him. Her, uh, so that is what's going on with the week. I'm running on fumes. Um, haven't really been able to come in and do any kind of uh, podcast because I've been dealing with my mother. But now uh, the insurance had finally um, accepted uh, her need to be in a in a rehabilitation home. So. She's over there. I don't know how long it is, but I appreciate everybody that has given me thoughts and prayers and keeping my mom in their prayers. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. That means a lot to me, especially in this type of age where people are more self-looking than, than, um, than reaching out to other people. So I appreciate that with all my heart and soul. Um, so if you would just please continue praying for her because she's getting better. She is getting better. She's starting to form sentences. She's starting to move around a little bit, a little bit more, but she's still having the, the issues of, uh, like a, a typical stroke patient, uh, would have. 
So I went to go visit her today at her new her new uh, room over there. When you first go in, it's real hotty toddy, and then you go through the, I guess, the more terminal uh, area, and then you go into the nice area. She has her own room. It's a huge room. Uh, the bed looks a lot more comfortable than the hospital bed. Uh, people are coming over there. She's going to the gym, working out that right side. Uh, she is also uh, going to speech therapy. So it's like, like I told her, I said, you know, it's like she's a kid again. And she she laughed a little bit. And I said, don't you wish that that stroke would have uh Brought your age back to to the kid, to being a kid, and she laughed at me again. So she she still has her sense of humor. She still has her huge uh, believer of God. She still has that, that hope in her eyes. So, again, she she had a stroke, um, and, and we're, we're helping her. She's got a lot of people that are praying for her. And a lot of people are there for her. And that's a pretty awesome thing. Other news is that um, I have a new website. It's uh, johnnyingle1976.podbean.com. So if you want to look at my, my webpage, um, it shows um, previous shows on there. A little intro about me, uh, where to where to hear me at, has a picture. It's still in a work in progress, but it, it's it's uh, it's getting there. Also, uh, to all the people that just tune in, welcome to my show. Uh, I get a little weird sometimes. I I want to do a funny show, so I do the Johnny Tacos show. Uh, if I want to do a serious show like today, today's a uh, serious show, um, then um, I'll do this here I'll, where I talk about some uplift, uplifting kind of events. So, And then I have the origin stories, which um, is going to be really, really busy in this, this coming year because I have so many artists, have so many people that want to give their testimony in the origin stories. So I'm looking forward to that. And if it is as good as the last uh, couple origin stories, it's going to be that much sweeter. So also I am currently looking for a sponsor. So while I'm looking for a sponsor, I will not have any commercials on this episode. So hopefully I can get a sponsor to help me uh, fund at least the equipment and and the uh internet that it costs to to run this thing but you know let's get to the um the heart of the subject today and that is uh my friends is loss a lot of people grieve differently and many have a hard time showing the grief until it's too late. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is, you know, because it was a scary situation with my mother. And 
what what would happen, you know, if if she would have died? How would I grieve? How would my brother grieve? How will my sister grieve? How will my niece and all them? How, how would my family grieve over losing my my mom, our mom, our granny? You know, you know what I'm talking about. And the you know loss loss in the in the family is one of the hardest things that a person can take because not only are they blood but it, it's it's a piece of history that's gone and it's um never to return all the all the good things that have happened will not happen again. So what what do you do when you're at a loss? When you're when you're when you lose a, a family member, what do you do? Um, how do you take it? Well, like I said, everybody grieves differently. But you know, you look into the Bible and you there's there's a ton of verses for grieves. And here, let me let me pull up a, a Bible verse to help. The one verse that I used, and I used for my um, my my aunt's um, eulogy when when I gave a eulogy. It was uh, John fourteen one through three, and this is a very powerful powerful message that Jesus gave to his disciples. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. You know, why would he have given these words and stories of a beautiful paradise within heaven? And Jesus wasn't the the man to lie. He wasn't a liar. He wasn't a sinner. You know, he did not deceive any person that he came to. He was he was fair, and he was just. So it it was it was hard for me when when I had to give that eulogy because I was having a little issue believing that believing that passage but studying it and really getting into the word you start feeling that peace within you a peace that only God could give you. And it's a beautiful thing. Well, like I said, everybody grieves differently. But the modified Kubler-Ross model, there's seven stages of grief. There used to be five stages. I guess uh, we upgraded to two more. I guess uh, when in Rome, right? 
Okay. Uh, stage one is shock. It's it's where you don't believe what has happened. And by example, when my brother Philip died about a long time ago, I don't want to reveal my age too much. I was in shock. I thought they were lying. I thought they were joking. They wouldn't. He couldn't die. He was too young to die. He was only eighteen. And with that shock, you know, a lot of people perceive the shock differently. They either voice it out like I did, where I said, "No, I don't believe you. You're joking, huh? You're joking," or they they keep it inside. But the initial shock is the opening for the for this grief uh, circle. Uh, denial is when you uh, you're trying to avoid the inevitable. You're denying, nah, he can't die. No, she 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 ain't dead. There's no way in the world that she could have got killed. There's no way in the world that she got in a wreck. She was always a safe driver. Those are examples of denial, you know. Because it's easy to deny things just to make sure your life tries to be a little smoother and doesn't hit the speed bumps. But once you get over that denial, here comes the anger. It's frustrated, outpouring of bottle up emotion. So you you're already you're 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 in shock, you you get denial. You're like, "No, this this couldn't be true. This this can't be true." But the more you deny it, the more that pressure in your body and like shaking a a Coke bottle, shaking it really good. And then opening up, it's it's a, a huge pressure. It shoot sometimes shoots the uh the cap right off of it, don't it? Um, you get that anger, you get that rage, you get that, that why, why did she have to die? Why did he get in a wreck? What did that guy do? Where is that guy? I want to hurt that guy or I want to hurt that girl. I want to, I want someone to pay for what they did. That anger is a huge part of the grief. Because it's okay to be angry, but for a moment, you can't be keep the anger in because you'll never get down to the next um, next stage and you'll be stuck there in anger and bitterness. And what that does is it pushes family, friends, um, anybody that, that could be fruitful to you. It pushes them all away. Because no one wants to be around an angry person. So, after you felt the anger, you go to the next stage, which is bargaining. Seeking in vain for a way out. And what I mean by seeking for a way out is like, what... How can I end this pain? How can I go on? Is there a life after this? Is, can I move on? Can I can I can I do this? 
I don't know if I can do this. And then when you get to that and you hit depression and what depression is realizing the inevitable. You're finally starting to realize it. Um, even though you're angry about the situation, you start feeling it and that's when you're at your lowest. And that's that's where you're at your rock bottom and that's where you need the guidance of of God and also the comfort of people to surround you. Because the enemy works in your head. He, he works in your head all the time. And the loudest is when you're alone. Uh, for example, I, I fought a lot of times in my head when I was alone, when it was quiet, nobody was around. Because... I get these, I get thoughts and all that, and sometimes the thoughts were really bad. Sometimes the thoughts were okay, but it got really bad with my depression. And losing my brother, um, my oldest brother, well, he was a stepbrother, but he was a brother to me. Losing him, it, it was it had a huge, felt like a rainstorm over me. Losing my grandfather was a typhoon. And then losing my grandmother in the same year, well, a year away from losing my grandfather, it was a, a full-blown hurricane of of depression hit me. And I didn't have a lot of friends to talk to about this. A lot of my family I pushed away. Um, my wife at that moment, she, I don't know if she didn't understand how to help someone grieve or she just didn't care. But... I felt alone. I, I felt empty. And it took a long time to get out of that depression stage. And it's, it's, it's really, that one there is really the most difficult stage to be in. And then you, um, then you get the, Get to the testing. I don't understand why they have a testing here. Seeking realistic solutions. Okay. So once you're going through your depression, that rainstorm is over. You start finding realistic solutions to move on. Okay. That person passed away. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I got angry. I started bargaining. I started being depressed. I'm done with that. I need to find something to get me out of this. And once you pass that stage, the last stage is acceptance. Finally finding the way forward. And when you find that that peace, that inner peace, 
the then you you start uh realizing that it's okay to grieve it's okay to be upset it's okay to be it's okay to do that for the moment but it's not okay to keep it going on because without it being taken care of it's going to go out of control and because of the out of control it's going to be a whirlwind you're going to end up not being able to fight it and you can push you'll be you can push away family members you can push away friends you can push away anybody then you're left with yourself and that's when the enemy takes a hold of you and starts to drill his fingers into your head and and throw these thoughts and perverted thoughts in your head and 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 making you see things with dread and weariness but the silver lining of this it's never too late to seek help it's never too late to express yourself it's never too late to say i'm sad because my friend my mother my father has passed away and i don't know how to take care of this and who you you're wondering well i don't have any friends i don't have anybody to consult i don't have anybody to talk to i when i had those issues and when i was feeling bad i reached out to a church it didn't mean any you know particular church in mine I used to go on walkabouts and I see a church and I would go up to the lead pastor or, or somebody over there, one of the elders or someone, a parishioner of the church. And I would say, Hey, I need to talk. You know, if they're truly God's children, they'll make time to talk to you might not be the full 15 hours you need to unload all your stuff but they will make time that's one option you can do second option there's groups there's groups of for loss uh similar to like an aa group they meet in a church or a recreation place for like uh, once once a day or twice a week, something like that, where you can vent what you're feeling without any kind of um, without any kind of talk back or any kind of advice given. They just they're just there just to listen. And that's option two. Option three, there's there's counselors that might be a little more expensive option the counselors the uh, psychiatrist uh, someone in that profession that can help you uh, overcome that but you know as uh, 
as in uh, Isaiah 40, 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That, that's a huge power of the Lord to, to take that burden from you, to help you uh, push forward. Um, Psalms 42, 5, um, he will swallow up death forever and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all the faces and the reproach of his people will take away from all the earth for the Lord has spoken. Oh, that's Isaiah 25, 8. My, my bad. I gotta get my notes better. So, you will see them again. You will see them again in heaven. But it's okay to mourn. It's okay to be to be sad. But then after that, you rejoice because they are in a better place. This world has become so sickening, so dark, so abysmal that people dream of heaven. And people wish they can go to heaven now. But it's not their time. And God's time is, is when he will take you to there. But uh, Psalms 42.5. Uh, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall... Again, praise him for sal my salvation and my God. This is right here. It feels like they're, to me, what I see in it, what I take away from it, is you're, you're talking to yourself. You're, you're saying, why are you upset? Why are you mourning forever? Uh, death is not a forever task for your soul. And... In time, your soul will go up to heaven for your eternal life. Uh, I remember there was a saying. Let me see if I can find that saying. Hold on. Well, I heard it uh, heard it before this once more. It's as the body grows weak, the soul becomes stronger because the soul has something to look forward to. And I remember hearing that. I'm like, that 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 sounds true. The older you get, the more your body gets weakened with time. But you, your your soul gets stronger, and and you get more. Um, you you lean more towards the word. You lean more towards Christianity because your soul is starting to tell you, hey. It's almost time. We're about to see paradise firsthand. We're about to see the 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 roads paved in gold, gold mansions. Even though I'm not a big gold fan, I I would I would say, hey Jesus, can you uh, can you get me a silver house? Okay, 
if you don't mind, I, I do appreciate everything and I love what you do and you're awesome and all that. But gold doesn't really match my skin color. But yeah, I don't know why. I I should have kept that on the uh, Johnny Taco show. But this is going to be a short Taco Talk because, as I said earlier in the in the uh, episode. I am spent. I am so tired mentally and physically. My blood pressure is high because I've only slept uh, a total of like six hours the last week because of waiting on what's going on with my mom and phone calls coming through about it and trying to take care of her and take care of my family. And then take take care of me last. But it's 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 all gonna be good. But the the, the grief thing let's uh I'm I went way off topic of what I'm doing. Probably because 'cause I'm I'm just like I said, I'm running on fumes. I'm I think I'm running on the fumes fumes. But um being being in grief is different from anybody from everybody i can be at at a during the stages at a whole different time than let's say my next door neighbor or that person down the road or your best friend uh it's just we we all have that point but but to help us go through that it's a lot quicker with with people who tr- you trust and people who you love and people that generally want to to be there for you so my advice if you're going through grief if you're going through the loss of a loved one Don't be alone. Don't say you can handle this yourself. I've lived that life. I won't live that life anymore. Where it's me, 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 me. I can do this. Because you and I both know. We. On our own. Did some terrible stuff. And. Without help, it just, it got huge. The mess got huge. And being in grief and mourning can become a huge mess if you don't find a way to get out, to to vent it all out, to get to the acceptance point. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you. If there's a person that needs to hear this, if there's a, if there's someone tonight or in the morning or six years after hearing this, this podcast needs to hear this. So God, father, I urge you to 
usher them into your arms as they go through this pain and through this trial. Let them grieve. Let them cry. Let them get it out. But don't let them have it that hard. Don't let them keep it that long. Make sure you you help them through the shock, the anger, the depression, making it to the acceptance because accepting you, Lord, everything is easier. Everything is clearer, brighter. You are the light in the dark. You are the beacon to our souls. You are the healer to the sick. Lord, just raise them up in your glory. In your heavenly name, amen. Well, guys, like I said, this is going to be a short one. Uh, I hope you all have a great day. Uh, probably have a couple more podcasts before the Christmas season. Um, matter of fact, I might do a, a Johnny's Taco Show about Christmas. So, I want to give a shout out to all the new listeners. I welcome y'all here. I'm so happy y'all made it here and y'all actually finished this whole podcast episode, not the whole podcast thing, then, you know, uh, you're you're pretty hardcore listener there, and I appreciate it. You know who you are. Um, to all the all the frequent listeners, the ones who follow me, the ones who never miss an episode. Um, thank you so much. You are the glue that holds this podcast together. And I appreciate everything that y'all have done to help me become somewhat of a name. So, but uh, if you want more information about me, you can go on my podcast uh, website now. I have a podcast website. It's johnnyingle1976.podbean.com. Dot com. I have a little bio in there about me uh, and about the show. Well, more of the show. I haven't put me in there yet. It's still a work in progress. Uh, and if you don't like websites, uh, but you love Facebook, I have a Facebook page called the Johnny Tacos Show. Well, no, it's the Johnny Tacos Podcast. I don't know why I keep saying show. I guess God is telling me I need to do something funny do a funny show um and if you have instagram it's the johnny tacos podcast and if you want to be on the show for the origins uh, please uh, email me at johnny tacos podcast at gmail.com and if i don't see y'all i hope you have a very merry christmas and a safe new year Y'all have a good night. Don't have a good day. Have a great day. See y'all guys.